Afternoon everyone and welcome to the second episode of the Credit Edit. I'm Stefana Isaacs, it's the 2nd of April and so it seems as good a time as any to review the performance of High Yield during March of this year. I've left my basement, frankly I've spent too much time looking at my screens and I'm sat in my living room, it's blue skies, it's sunshine as I peer out of the window and sadly it's been anything but for the high yield markets. March was the second worst on record for those interested, October 2008 was actually the worst on record to date, minus 16% for US high yield during that month. So what happened during March? Well, spreads blew out, as we know. By the 23rd of March, spreads had gotten as wide as 1,100 basis points in the US to yield 11.5%. In Europe, those spreads had reached 860 basis points, the market yielding 8.1%. But over the last week of the month, uh, the market did put in a substantial rally, and we talked about in episode one of the podcast how historically spreads have performed when they've uh, peaked above a thousand basis points in the US. Well, we have retraced some of that and uh, by the end of the month, spreads in the US sat at 875 and 750 in Europe. So over the month, uh, the market's still down a whopping uh, 12% uh, in, in the US and 13% for European high yield, leading to year-to-date falls of 13% for US high yield and 14% for European high yield. So off the wides, but still uh, a pretty awful month in terms of total returns for the asset class. What drove that? Um, well, first of all, sectors uh, that saw the most pain were the cyclical sectors, energy, autos, home builders, steel, gaming, uh, super retail. Then on the flip side, the more defensive industries, as you'd expect, outperformed utilities, telco, food and beverage, healthcare, all still negative in terms of returns, but more like mid single digit negative returns rather than the double digits that I've just been uh, talking about. Uh, default rates, well, they're still very low. Uh, it does take time for this distress to feed through to higher default rates, but I think we should expect higher default rates. One of the things that we look to uh, for a, um, a way of thinking about future default rates is the distress ratio and that currently sits at around 30% so that would indicate much higher default rates as we progress through the year. Um, primary, well the market has essentially been shut. We had one deal in US high yield for Yum Brands. That's despite a record month of issuance for the investment grade bond markets. Um, the US and European high yield markets were essentially closed. We did have, interestingly, uh, a new issue for Carnival Cruises yesterday, the largest cruise company in the, uh, in the world. Um, having seen their debt trade at a miserly 3% on their three-year bonds back in February of this year, they've just issued a bond to yield at 12%. And not only have they had to pay 12%, they've also had to offer security as well. So a massive repricing for the cost of funding uh, for a cyclical business like Carnival Cruises. 
What have we seen in terms of rating uh, distribution and performance? Well, triple C's uh, were the underperformer as you'd expect, down 21% uh, now year to date. Single B's down 13% and double B's down 11%. We haven't actually seen the underperformance of triple C's to the extent that we might have expected. And that's possibly because uh, where um, where high yield managers have been forced to sell product, they've been able to do it uh, in the better rated parts of the market and that has depressed uh, double B's and to a lesser extent single B's rather than uh, triple C's. So we might typically have expected triple C's to, under, to have underperformed even more um, than they have. But it's been a, a difficult environment for the high yield market, notwithstanding, as I say, the rally in the final week of the month. I will leave you with one interesting piece of information though. Uh, after that negative 16% return in October 2008 that I mentioned, November saw another negative month of minus 8%, but from there the US higher market was able to rally some 60% over the subsequent uh, 12 months. So we're obviously going to have to have much better visibility around the virus and what it means for the economy and for leveraged credits before the market can put in a sustained uh, rally. But valuations are now discounting a lot more bad news than certainly where they were some four weeks ago. So I'll leave it there and wish you all the best for the start of April.